Hello. What up? What up? It's been a long time. It's been forever. I know. I'm so happy that we finally are doing this now. Me. All the waves have passed. Many, many waves have passed through. <laughs> so what's going yes. on, dude? How are you? I am actually in a really good place right now. And I really am, feel like I understand the law of attraction and how to manifest. A little bit better? Yeah, a better. Like, I really feel like I understand it now. I think it's, like, I started, it was channeling. Well, not channeling, but what's the word? What's the word? What do you you mean? What do you mean? Like, channeling the the information, like, just the information on how to properly manifest. Like, downloading? Yeah, downloading. I was downloading the information about manifestation, manifestation like before we started our episode, so I was getting super hyped. Oh shit, that's a that's awesome, dude. Yeah, like I'm really hyped up for this episode. <laughs> so this episode is gonna be a good one. Yay! So welcome to High Ideas. Boo! Boom. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Right? No, no, no. I was saying boo just because it's not two words; it's one word. Hi, ideas. That's right. Even I, though branding doesn't matter, and really, when it comes down to it, you got the gist of it. And people back at home, that's all that matters. I actually just wanted to see if you'd react to me saying hi, ideas. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. Oh, I'm no, just kidding. Um, no, you know what? In all honesty, I'm in a really good mood too. So I think we're going to have a pretty excellent show. Yes. And I was thinking of calling the show. Um, manifesting manifestations. I I like that name. Right, it resonates with me. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I still need to get high. So why don't you um, tell the people about how you've been lately and what you've been going through and how life is and what's new and all that stuff. Okay. Well, lately it's been a roller coaster. Actually, it hasn't really been too much of, like, the ups. It was more of just the down and the down and the down and the down, starting from, like, Friday. And I just have definitely just been continuously hit with the waves of <laughs> trauma and realizations and just mourning my past self. Okay, can I jump in real quick for a second? Yes. So you finally got the payoff, though. That's the thing. So you've been going through this roller coaster after roller coaster after roller coaster. And finally, kind of today, you probably felt it a little bit before, but especially today, you finally felt the payoff of going through all of that shit. Yes. Because it's and a process. It is. And it almost, I mean, it's not almost, but it does make it all worth it now because this level of like, clarity and how grounded I feel now whereas like yesterday yesterday was the worst I've been in a while I was like completely like manic I couldn't sit still I kept like moving from one task to another just trying to like feel something I get I remember I was on the phone with you trying to (laughs) I was just like all over the place that sounds like a fat ass hit oh it's a uh I, I did, I'm doing a dab. 
Oh, shit. I'm, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing what in Canada we like to call a hooteroo. A hooteroo. Oh, so when you say hooteroo, you mean dabbing. Pretty much, yeah. Damn. So I gotta, I gotta get this bowl pretty, uh, pretty hot. But okay, so it's the torch. Yeah. For, <laughs> for, for the people back at home, though, I have been, I, I've decided, and I think you kind of jumped on the ship too. I've only, I'm only getting high now on special, special occasions. Like, it's a full moon in Aries right now. Mm-hmm. So that's a special occasion because I'm in Aries and you're in Aries. So. I'm getting ripped at night and talking to the moon and, you know, like working some stuff out and allowing me to like rebirth every time that that happens. And then I'm only getting high on episodes of high ideas. Yeah, that's the best way to do it because, well, we would be high all day. (laughs) I would be. And my lungs deserve a second chance. They do. Yeah. Yesterday I was smoking like, I think I smoked like five times. Jesus, lady. (laughs) I know. but taking a break now that's good though isn't it yes oh yeah but anyways yesterday oh my i was just so like it just was too much and i just kept eating and like i realized that my habit is to like eat when i feel that way as as it is i think with most people oh yeah definitely i think a lot of the majority Right. Yes. The majority of people eat because that's what we're conditioned to do because we eat to get comfortable. We eat to feel comfortable. Right. So you got you went all piggy yesterday. Yes. Right. Okay. I'm going to reheat this bowl because I had to fill up the water again. Okay. So behind, dude. I'm so behind. (laughs) Better catch up. I know, dude. Yeah, and then um, when the I like spent some time with the moon last night and just love meditating into her, and I just was talking to her, and I was writing out some affirmations, and I felt good when I went to sleep. Had that nightmare about the spiders, which was crazy. <laughs> but interesting, what it means in the dream world, right? Yeah. And what you've been experiencing. Because it all seems so fucking bizarre until you put the pieces together and go, oh, shit, that all makes sense now. Yeah, and then Spider, like, I just, like, looked up and there was, like, hundreds of them, Mike. There was big-ass Black Widows. (laughs) Bastards. Yeah, and I actually, like, ended up waking up in real life. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and, like, Miles was, like, calming me down because I was, like, freaking out in my body. Oh, my God, (laughs) dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it, like, woke me up, and then I, like, like, went right back to sleep after that. And then I had, like, another dream. Like, my dreams are just, like, I'm dreaming all night long. Lucky. Yeah. I'm dreaming when I take naps. Like, I am dreaming so instantaneous. (laughs) Which, to me, would say that your third's pretty open, then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would say that my third eye is open. I feel like the only thing that really needs work right now is my sacral or my solar and my crown. <laughs> yeah. Definitely definitely the sacral. Because that's the uh 
your energy like to me it's the energetic center of where we get our energy from mm-hmm. right like we draw it up from the root and then in the because if you think about it where else what else gets created in the sacral section the baby the baby and everything is a baby until you bring it to life mm-hmm. pretty much so um all right dude i feel good i you know it's it's in the body <laughs> it's in the body it's gonna fill me up <laughs> um but yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I had a friend, uh, one one of very few people that I've ever really allowed to do work on me. Uh huh. Like something something most people will learn at some point is I don't really take advice well from people. Period. Okay. And not even that, but I don't really let people into um, my sphere to like work on me. Mm hmm. And this one person I let happen because her energy is pretty much what I've been looking for as a guide or a teacher on how to release that type of energy. Because her joy and um, excitement levels mm-hmm. feel so pure. Ooh. Like she just has this wonderment of like, the world and stuff like that. And not always been that way. She got lost like we did. And then she unlocked in 2016. It's so everyone has to go through their period of being lost to be able to be found. Yes. To find ourselves. Mm-hmm. No one is. Here's, here's the thing. No one's looking for you. Nobody. The only thing that the only person that's looking for you is you. Yeah. It's yourself. Right. If you find yourself then you can allow other people to find you too. I like that. And that's how you start attracting your tribe in. (sighs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. All right. Well, let's get on to this manifestation episode. Okay. I'm excited. Let's do it. Where do you want to start? I guess I wanted to start with like some, some stories. So... Just like, <coughs> I'm noticing the pattern of how manifestations happen quicker. And it's when I say a thought and I just hold absolutely no resistance to it, but I just say it with like, like, like firmly, I firmly state it and then I just release it and it'll happen within a minute. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, it is. Isn't it? And, it is interesting, and it only, like, I guess I've just been trying this on, like, parking spaces a lot recently, <laughs> and so that's how I, like, practiced it on um, Saturday. I was at Irvine, which is in SoCal, but you guys know where that is. It's a really nice area, and I was at the Irvine Spectrum, which is, like, their mall there. Extremely busy. We were in a parking garage, and... Like, there was, like, a line of cars, like, waiting to park. And we were on the first floor, which is, like, the good place to park. And Miles stayed, and he was just, like, I don't want to park all the way at the top. And I was just, like, me neither. And he was just, like, okay, we are going to find a parking space. And I was, like, the parking space is going to be found now. And then he turns the corner, and there, there's a parking space. Yeah. And then the cars next to it have 222, and the car next to that one has 333 on it. Fuck, huh? Yes. 
Now, the question is, if you had never stated that and never wanted that, would that parking spot have existed when you turned that corner? Right? Okay, that's that's what I want to get into, actually, is because I almost feel like it's created for you once you ask for it. And that's kind of where I was going to lead it to as well. Okay, because again, I have another story that was two days prior to this one. Now, this one, I was at my Riverside Spectrum Area Shopping Center. I wanted to go get an acai bowl. And I approached the shopping center, and it is so crowded. Like, you cannot park in front of the little stores right there. Like, you have to walk, like, a half mile. It's just, like, it's, like, an extreme amount of people going there. And so I drive down this path where I just I just told myself I was going to find parking right in front. And I went through it, and there was nothing. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to find a parking spot. And I made a U-turn. And right before my eyes, there's a parking space right in the front that wasn't there before. (laughs) It wasn't there. At all. It was not there. I was looking. I looked exactly at that spot. And until I affirmed it so, like, strongly, like, so believing that it would happen, it came. Wow. And that's why I was like, okay, like, this is magic, like. I just created a reality. <laughs> Straight up, you shifted into another one. Oh, so that's like the concept of shifting timelines, jumping it, into a new timeline. In a sense, it's what you're doing is you're creating that possibility and then jumping into it. <laughs> right. So, and and that's the whole. That's that's the whole point of it's. It also like it aligns with me to like something that I think is more real to what we exist in than anything else which is called render theory okay which is existence renders in front of you when you move to it and only in that sense and you're having a different reality than i am and only when we're close together or we do things like this does the system render us together Okay, so that's how it's like when you do, like, shroom trips and you guys both go to the same place or, like, you see the same things. Essentially, yeah. Like, it, it, and the thing is, is that, but, but that also is why on shroom trips you don't go to the same place and you don't see the same things. Because they're having a separate reality than you are. They're experiencing reality completely different. But the semblance of it, like, if someone is in the same room as you still... They're experiencing reality the same as you in that sense. But they could be perceiving it differently. Or they could be having their trip and seeing, you know, like an elf. Or they could just be having these different thoughts than you. Because you guys are on different frequencies. But, like, similar in a sense. So, like, Canadian radio instead of U.S. radio. Okay. Right? And, like, lower mainland radio for, like, where we live here. So, like... One person could be on one of the popular radio stations and another could be on another one. But since you're still in the mainland, right, you're still having, like, you're still experiencing the same room. Hmm. So tying that back into creating our reality. Mm-hmm. Now, do other people see that? Like, how did, like, what is it to, like, the outside crowd? Well, it depends. I mean... When you're out in public and you need public to be able to see it, 
you needed to park. You weren't mm-hmm. going to um, lay your car on top of another car. Mm-hmm. Right? So you needed that space to be open. Which means that the public needed to witness you being able to park. So you created an opportunity for another person to park there too. Mm, but I got right? to it. But you got to it first. You could have said, oh, there's a parking spot and go, oh, I'll never get there in time and because there's another car coming and you would have believed that beforehand. But I didn't see the car leave. So where, so was this in a different timeline that it left and it like laps into mine? Like, Well, it, it, think of it again, going back to the concept of render theory. Mm-hmm. reality is only rendering in front of you as you move forward. Which means that when you move away from it, it goes blank. Like, have you ever played a video game and, and you drive, like, in Grand Theft Auto, I think it happened a lot, at least in the newer, like, earlier versions. And, like, in other games, when you would walk away for a certain amount of distance and come back, it would reset or change. Oh, yeah. Think of it that way, right? So you looped around... And it reset and changed into a different way. A glitch in the matrix if you want to. Right? Because it changed. (laughs) Right? You wouldn't have seen it because you needed to be a distance away for it to change. Or it would have completely fucked you up. What would you have done if you watched a car disappear? (laughs) Honestly, what would you have done if you watched a car disappear? In thin air. Tripping. You'd be fucking tripping. Or like an entire sort of like, think of, think of like a photo, like two photos, right? And one of them has something in the image and the other one is, has everything else but this one thing. Mm-hmm. Right? That's freaky as shit sometimes, right? To watch something disappear or appear. <laughs> now, Have you ever witnessed that? Um, more than likely, yes, but I didn't buy it. I didn't accept it. Okay. Right? Because I didn't understand it at the time. And I was just like, nah, wasn't that. Right? Because I rarely pay attention in the moment. As bad as it sounds. Right? Like, right now, we're having this conversation. Right? And it's the moment. But I'm also thinking about a ton of other things. Because that's just where my brain goes. Right? But I can focus here. So I'm not going to remember this episode. Dude, okay, that happens to me too. Yeah. I don't remember the things I record on myself, like what I write about. Ever, dude. It just comes out. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> to, to the point. So I released our last episode, right? Just, I think, oh, today. Yes. And I don't even remember what that's about. Well, that's what I put. I can't get to it right now, but I'll read it later. But I, I put down, we recorded this a week ago. I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> and then like a smiley face or something, right? Because, oh, yeah, you did. Because I have no goddamn clue what we talked. What did we talk? Oh, we talked about um, if, okay, so this is the beautiful part of memories and building paths and webs and all that stuff. We talked about, um, that was the weekend I think we talked about the rape. Didn't we do one? No, we did one on Saturday night. That we did too. We did one on Saturday night, but you had to leave really early. And then we did one on Sunday. And I think 
I think it was Saturday night. It was or Saturday that night. was two weeks ago. Yeah. Right. That was two weeks ago, and then we had one this last. That's weekend. right. See. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm drawing a blank, dude. <laughs> because. Yeah, that's how I do too. Unless I start to like think back and like re-follow the web. It, exactly right. Like it has to be important, and that's the key to it, right? Just when it is important, it'll come back to you, and when it isn't, guess what? Don't worry about it. Don't even concern yourself. Yeah. I don't care that I don't remember it because I was there live recording it. Yeah. Right? I got to experience it. So, again, today's topic is manifesting or things to do with manifesting and whatnot. And we're talking about stories. Yeah. So, I, so those stories were trippy to me. And it's just, like, starting to make me realize that, like, I have a lot of resistance built up to, like, finances because I'm constantly, like, worrying about it. Mm-hmm. And so the less that you worry about that or you just literally, like, release it. Like, you just state it and just trust that it'll happen and that's the last time you think about it. Can I, can I jump in on that? Yes. So there are difficulty levels on this planet and that is um, – what you said is absolutely fundamentally 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Now there's levels to it, difficulty levels. Oh, so that no. one – is um, more on like the easier level where you can just sort of let it go and it's gone because you're playing earth on like kindergarten, mm-hmm. but, but you're this age now, right? Like earth kindergarten, but not you kindergarten, right? So you still like okay. face the troubles of a 23 year old, but you may be playing earth on easy. You aren't, okay. you're not, but like some people are. So that's why they can just set it and forget it and just go. For, for me, I feel like I'm playing it on fucking difficult or very difficult or what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> right? In that sense of like, you shouldn't be here and we're going to make it just fucking difficult as fuck for you so that even sometimes waking up in the morning is like, was, used to be the hardest thing to do. Right? Maybe that's me right now. <laughs> right? But you're not, but, but, but you're going to get up and do that. I would just sabotage everything. Oh, wow. Right, like, um, because it felt bad, immobilized me to the point. And that's where it comes to, that's where our difficulty is. Our difficulty isn't in doing things physically, it's in our emotions. Yeah. That's the difficulty level. So, um, for me, I had the worst programming about money. Okay. Completely evil, a product. And, and the thing is, is that it still is this to me. I'm just mm-hmm. now using it to my advantage because I understand what it is. It'd be like having 10,000 cars. That's all, that's all money is. That's all money is, is a product. Yeah. And if you can see it that way, then you can start understanding its use and value in a completely different light than having stacks of it or in the bank. And it wasn't until my mom said this to me and used my logic against me, which is the best way to do anything. Cause then I have to actually legitimately stand up was this. She's like, Mike, you experienced the bad side of money, but you always talk about seeing both sides. <laughs> and I was like, fuck Damn. you mom. <laughs> like legit. So mad at her. <laughs> because she'd read something of mine and, she's, and, and talked to me enough to know that that's what I would have said to her or to anyone else. 
<laughs> from uh... from that moment forward, that was 2016, 2015. So like it has taken me almost three years to feel okay about money. Wow. To date, that it's still sometimes a struggle and I will suffer a little bit because I feel like I don't deserve it or it's not good or it's poisoning me or it's hurting me or something, that I will almost go down to having zero dollars in the bank before I'll say, okay, let's have another windfall and let just let the money trickle in. <laughs> and so I'll go down to zero and then I'll be back up to like what I consider flush and then I'll go down. So to me, I kind of now understand financial freedom in a sense where if I'm it's okay to earn this because it's no longer earning to me. It's trading. Oh, yeah. You talked about that with me. Yeah. And so right. once you change your beliefs about finances, you're able to start manifesting things that helped you out with your finances, right? 100%. And that's what was important was the programming and the coding that I had with it so that I could start stepping through it. And the more that I did, the opposite and learn the benefits of money and learn the good side of it and what you can do with it, um, the easier it got for me to continue doing it. And the easier it got and the easier it got. But I still, um, it, I, 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 I know that I'll be able to survive on this planet without making a dime the moment that I can flip the switch and have some sort of backing, right? Mm. So yeah. the moment that I can do that, my plan is to operate on 5% of my net income that I make from all of my projects. Mm -hmm. 5%. That's nothing. Pardon? That's nothing. Nothing right now, but that could be 5% of a million dollars. That could be 5% of 10 million, right? Which would still be way too much for me to wrap my head around of why I should have it. Yeah. Money doesn't make sense to me to hold on to just like anything. I'm a minimalist with money too. I know that for the rest of my life, I can figure out how to make money. I just know I can. Because all you got to do, here's the secret. If you help people, eventually they'll help you back. Yeah. That's, it's as simple they as that. They pay their karma or they pay their like, debt to you. Yeah, right. Eventually. And, and don't think of it as the same person paying it back to you. I'm getting dividends from people that really should be other people paying me back, but I'm getting it from this person instead because they're much better. Hmm. So I got a better model of someone giving back to me. And like, it's a given, a, a given change. It's like you and me. Right. Mm -hmm. Think of like better model of what we've talked about. Yeah. Right. Dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm 100 percent willing to put time and effort into who you becoming you because you're going to do that with tons of people more than I could probably reach because I'm not you. Mm. Right. So if I can help create sort of a spine and a backbone for you. Right. Not in a in a negative cowardly way, but just in mm -hmm. like a how you hold yourself. Right. And, and your yeah. confidence and all of that shit. I think that I've done really, really good for the planet. For sure, because you know how many people I'm going to like reach impact too. like that's I'm already right. starting to. Exactly. And right? that's because you helped me get to where I needed to be. Right. I just put in the time because I saw the benefit of what is going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. right I already know and that's the thing so 100% giving is a selfish act down the line no matter how you want to spin it 
what you said giving is giving 100 percent is a selfish act because i'm benefit i benefit more in life by giving than when i keep to myself all the time every single time and the thing is is that i may have actually just created that rule that says that that's what's supposed to happen so that when i give i receive because i may have created it so let's talk about that too where mm-hmm. does the line of manifestation and the concept of um, what we can manifest end? Okay. Is it only in the physical? No. Can you manifest a good mood? Yes. Right. Can you manifest thoughts? Yes. Right. You so, can manifest into a different, the person that you were like two years ago. 100%. So at some point you created an idea of who you wanted to be. And if you didn't give up on that idea, you became that person. Manifesting, manifest, sorry, I can't say manifesting. Manifesting? <laughs> manifesting. No, that, that was when, like. Dude, 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 on a side note, let's just do like a real quick, like what high ideas could always be about. Think mm-hmm. about the word. Okay, so you said manifesting, right? Mm-hmm. But what yeah. about a single site called manifestdating.com? Manifest dating. <laughs> right how fucking millennial like that in that range would that be because you could like base it on horoscopes astrology like all of these different things for matching up with people (gasps) dude oh my god that'd be so dope wouldn't it that That really is a millennial thing (laughs) it 100 percent is because it would work with you guys first and eventually the older people would get in line as well Damn! But like, but like make, fuck, let's make that shit. Right? Well, and that's the thing. So now the race is on. Right? Because anyone listening to it right now has every right to do it. But the Can thing we... is, is that I'm not going to stop either. Yeah. So you can put out a product. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm also going to put out a product, the same name, same title, same everything, and be better than yours. and then the challenge continues make yours better than mine because that's how we create a better world as long as we're doing it collaborative i'll give you all of my code i don't give a shit right as long as the people doing the coding sign off to it you can't see we lack appreciation for code because we only see it as a web browser but coding is artwork in and of itself I'm, like, really excited about this, like, dating site. Like, I want to do that. (laughs) So, but that's the thing. So, now all we have to do. So, here's, so, so let's go from, from this moment forward and say, okay, let's do this app. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about doing it? Exciting. Okay. So, like, that's kind of how it should, needs to be remained. Mm -hmm. So, think about now. The other thing that's important, and this is why I talk about not putting a timeline to things and, and being open to possibilities, does it really matter when it gets released? No. Good. So let's not put a time limit on it so that we can stay in, a, in excitement because we'll lose excitement the moment that we have to work on it when we don't want to. <laughs> and eventually what happens is we get so discouraged at that possibility, no matter how excited we were, gets tainted, gets damaged, and we don't want to do it anymore, and it disappears. Is that for everybody, or is that just how, like, 
you and I work. No, it's it's um, how you feel about that is is when you should actually be operating in it. Okay, so is that like the same way, like with everyone? Like, does everyone? Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, and then remember that difficulty levels come into play, and then this thing called um, attributes and values. Hmm. Hey, you know what? I want to hear some of your manifestation stories. Like, what have you manifested? What are some big things that has... Um, okay, so we talked about the really hard one mm-hmm. during your reading. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 So, yes. So... Um, we're not going to talk about any of like that style of stuff. No. Okay. So I, um, always wanted to be a writer Mm -hmm. since I was a kid, probably six years old and not a writer, a storyteller. Let's correct it. Okay. Um, but I grew really tall and because of that, um, I got into sports playing basketball and I got derailed from being a writer. But I've always written um, in grade seven, I needed extra paper for my short story. Mm. Right. Um, and, and, and that was the only like the introduction to like a longer novel that mm-hmm. I never wrote um, in grade nine and, and 10. I wrote two short stories that I got percentages for when I was 19, like I got um, 95% for the entire project. And that counted for 25% of my entire grade. Fuck. Yeah. Right. It was a dope project. It was the first world that I ever created. That's so cool. I want to, like, do you remember it? Um, yes and no. I remember it being about this guy that never felt good enough for, like, the royal girl. And he goes off to become a dragon master and, can like, not control dragons, but live with them. And that's where he felt more at home. And he comes back at the end and, and impresses the girl and whatnot. But, right, um, it was right after that girl left. Dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. I remember. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, at 19, I taught myself how to write screen writing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't too hard. It was easy to pick up. And it's a beautiful format, I think. One of the most beautiful things because of the white space and the dark. It's not all cluttered with words. Um, so then um, I went to film school. Like, I, I, I was in film every once in a while, but I always watched the writer. And I was just like, I want to be that guy because he was sitting down and all the cast wanted to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was just like, that's the spot that I want to be in. Um, and then I went to film school and I excelled in writing and producing. I wanted to go in for directing as well, but I never really thought that I had the visual aspect for it. Like I could never explain my visuals. I could really, but I could produce and write. So Mm -hmm. I stuck to that. And I got this idea for a short story about, um, it's a horrible fucking short story, but it was at the time and I was very bitter about women. And (laughs) it was about, um, and it fit the time, dude. It was 2005. (laughs) So it fucking fit the time, or no, 2005, 2006, and it was about a dude that um, got paid to help other guys get laid. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. I think there's and, a movie about that. Um, but this guy, um, it was basically like Hitch for Men. 
Oh my gosh. So it happened in like nightclub, but like the guy was totally smooth and like, like we wrote the guy awesome. And like, uh, his opposite buddy named Ben was basically like, if you took all the worst aspects of Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and put them into one character, no offense, Ben Affleck, but like, <laughs> if you took all of them into one character and you put them into like all of them, like into one dude, that was his, um, partner in crime for the and he had like this huge operation where like he knew women so well that he could pinpoint the type that they were and find um distractions for them to help the guy get the girl and you came up with all that yeah me and this other guy who um i'm not gonna say it on air because that's not right to do because Mm -hmm. i don't know where he is in his career about talking about this project so i can't do it because i don't own the rights to it anymore Oh, okay. Because in 2013, I sold it outright to him. Oh, you sold it? Wow. Yeah. I can disclose this because it's mine for mm-hmm. 35K. Wow. Right. Um, two installments of five before that, and then one 25K payment. And um, I co wrote it with him where I did all the writing. He gave me notes, and he was going to be the director. And then he went off with his brother to become famous. Dang. Right. But I still like, we're still good. Me and him. So he may jump in when he's ready into uh, being a, uh, a member of the network and all of that stuff, but also um, for the studio. Dude. He may, right. So, um, but, but that's basically, like, I wanted to become a writer when I was a young kid. And I finally felt accomplished as a writer because I sold a screenplay. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> right? So, so I accomplished it. I manifested something when I was really, really young. And it took me 28 years to get there. With a lot of fucking hurdles in between. So that, too, is manifestation. And Hmm. when you play the long game of manifestation, look what turns out. Right? People people think too shallow. They think that I have to become this tomorrow. Right? It takes you... It took... Here's the thing. It didn't just take nine months for you to be born. Yeah, it took... It's going... it took an entire fucking existence to happen. Everything had to happen in a row for your parents to get together and your dad ejaculating into your mother, her eggs, accepting some sort of fucking sample and said, that's the one we're going to create your body out of. And then you came in and, and like part of you came in the, the, universal part of you came in and helped grow the body and but it took nine fucking months after an entire universe and existence happened for you to be born can you wait five minutes to have success can you wait 10 years 20 years to actually get something i'm 38 dude i still feel like i'm 25 with like 13 years experience well my generation is just so like stuck on getting instant everything because because that's what your parents did your parents did you the disservice of not 
teaching you guys patience. Yeah. That's all that's missing. It's not a bad thing. Don't be ashamed about it, right? That's, um, people get ashamed. Like, when I say don't get ashamed about it, it's when people get defensive, <laughs> right? Because I really think that that stems from shame mm-hmm. of, of never having that experience. Dude, you want to let, like, here's fun. I think I talked about this with another guy. Do you remember the first uh, time you downloaded music? Yes. Do you remember how long it took to get a song? Mm-hmm. Okay, like, like that's not say, okay, but let's not even just say that. Let's say search as well. How long did it take you normally to find a song? A while. But like, are we talking days? Um, like maybe some, it? no, to find, like to go on to, like, did you use a platform? Oh, yeah. What did you use? What was your first platform that you used to download music? LimeWire. Okay, great. Um, when you type, how long did it take you to basically search in LimeWire to find a song you wanted? <laughs> a while, like a couple minutes. I love how you said a while and, and, and a while is a couple of minutes to you. It is. Right? It is. No, 100% it is. Now, when I downloaded music, it was on a program called MIRC. Okay. And it was Internet Relay Chat and you had to go into... Um, a server and then you went into a channel and then you found a room where people were had these things called lists and you had to download the the list scan through the list if you could search and like for find then you could like scan through the list and whatnot and and find the songs you want you would copy that line of code paste it into um mirc in the chat window Mm-hmm. And, and it would accept you, it, their bot would accept you into a queue. And then when your time was up to download, it would, you would choose accept file and you would pick where you wanted it to. And it would normally take about 30 minutes to an hour to download. Oh. That's how you had to find songs before Napster. I got, I got so good at it that I think in, um, it was just before Napster. I'm, this is 99, 2000-ish. Mm-hmm. I was so good with the people that I was downloading off of that I started down, like botting and allowing mm-hmm. people to download off of me. Um, and that's how I got into their secret club. And I got into their fucking FTPs, which is like a file transfer protocol machine, which mm-hmm. allows you, allowed us to just do peer-to-peer um, folder to folder so anything that they had in their music folder i had access to anything that they had on a cd i had access to if i needed something i could get it from them and they had shit that like this like rap and hip-hop stuff and Mm -hmm. r&b they had this stuff imagine like okay who who's your favorite artist um i don't really have one who do you listen to the most who would you like off the top of your head I guess Elenium. Okay. Imagine getting their latest whatever a month before anybody else heard it. What the hell? That's what would happen? That's how good I got at it. What the fuck? That's awesome. Right. So Um, are you good with computers? No, I suck now. Oh, yeah. Because I just don't care. Because I don't, I don't, it's, my life has changed. It's not about necessarily beating the man anymore. It's, it's shifting it so that the man doesn't exist. Hmm. 
right? And not man as in masculine energy. I'm just talking about how we live today, right? Just slowly create and manifest a new reality. Yeah. And, okay, and the I'm more actually going to have get... to go. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, finish your sentence. No. Um, I think it would be important if the majority of us basically started to manifest the reality that we want to live in and allow that to take place. Just like you allowed the parking spot to happen, right? And this one may take time. Years, decades. Children may have to help us out and their <laughs> children, right? To create what the, the reality that we want to exist in. But think about it this way. Let's say you get to come back one day. Don't you want to live in something a lot cooler than this? Mm-hmm. So we got to start doing it right now. And that's pretty much all I got to say for that. So you got to go. Dude, it, it honestly was a pleasure. It was. It always is. Yeah. So I'm glad we got to share. This was our um, basically, in a sense, episode one of our manifestation series. But it's Hell also no. episode 11 of High Ideas. <laughs> Look at how so, far we've come. Yes. But 11 is an interesting number, too, because it's a portal. Ooh, number 11. All right. Right. All right. Okay, dude. Peace. Have a great day. Peace, dude. All right. Bye.